Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Not the world we are currently living in. Welcome in. We are live to the Believe in Monsters podcast. We are one of the top Bears podcasts in the world, but the Chicago Bears are very bad. Welcome in, and thank you for following. And you can follow us on the Twitter machine at VIM underscore pod. I'm Joe Gates. I've missed you for the last couple of weeks. My friends Luke Boonsberry and Chris Krogman, who do the actual work on this podcast, were with you the last couple of weeks, carrying uh, carry, carrying the banner for this losing season. And I commend both of them for keeping the thing going, uh, especially in the face of such staunch adversity. And the adversity continued this past week, uh, losing to the Buffalo Bills 35-13. to our Chicago Bears came out with a great first drive, and then the rest of the game developed. We're here to t- break down the Bills and Bears game. Look ahead to see uh, what's what's left with the with the, with the Chicago Bears season. I believe they have the uh, believe they have the the uh, Lions and L- Lions and Vikings last, right? Uh, vice versa. Uh, let's see. The, the, so, so we have just a couple more weeks of this miserable season. Yeah, Lions and Vikings uh, are the next two opponents to close out this year. Can we get the number one pick? What will we do with it? Much debate on Bears Twitter on how this team can be improved. And we'll get into all that on tonight's episode of the Believe in Monsters podcast. Chris Krogman, how have you been, how have you been doing, my friend? Well, Joe Gaither. I've been doing wonderful. I had a a lovely Christmas with the family. Uh, Two little boys, as you both know, uh, you know, yourself. Four little boys. Well, yes. Uh, So (laughs) the two that live with me were fun to watch on Christmas Day and Christmas Eve, the opening presents and and having just a a grand old time. Uh, The present I opened from the Bears on Christmas Eve was shitty it's just garbage lumps of coal everywhere um but there were not too many people playing uh pretty much everybody and their mother was hurt uh justin fields threw for a whopping 119 yards on 23 attempts uh ran for another 11 on seven carries a whopping 1.6 yards per carry uh biggest coolest thing that happened and i I got to text our very own lucas berry about this that uh velas jones finally unlocked the offense and caught a big bomb down the sideline from justin uh but yeah nobody on defense played uh everybody hurt well i mean everybody kyler gordon kyler gordon yeah, big pick for Kyler Gordon in the end zone. Kyler Gordon had a, had a, had an interception, as did Nicholas Marho. Morhos, uh, but yeah, thirty five thirteen, not not great, not too great, but we expected that. So, the exact opposite record of the Buffalo Bills, three and twelve to their twelve and three, but that's okay. much like much like all the other Bears games. I felt like we hung in there for a decent while, and then. Then, uh, then it all just kind of unraveled. But I mean, it was a, it was a decent game. What was the score at halftime? It was pretty. It was fairly close, right? It was ten six Bears, and then we got outscored yeah. twenty nine to three in the second half. Right. Yeah. So typical Bears game this season, as we've seen. The Bills did a good job of the Bill. I, this is probably the first game since Washington where a team has just fully bottled up Justin Fields, right? Yeah, they started to run very effectively in the second half. Uh, Singletary and Cook both with almost 100 yards each. Singletary 106 and Cook 99. Fucking even Josh Allen had 41 yards. So uh, they didn't really go crazy in the passing game. Only 172 yards out of Allen. Diggs was locked up, man. Kyler did a great job when he was on Diggs. I mean, Diggs, Mm -hmm. I think, had one catch for six yards. I... So, I mean, I'm sure you guys both, Joe, I don't know if you saw that story about Stefan Diggs and that, that little boy that he met at training camp during this week, the story came out. His, his, his father passed away, correct? Uh, what, what was yeah. the, the rest of the details on that story about it? But the young man's father passed away. 
Correct. Yeah. So Diggs met him at training camp, uh, linked up with him a couple of weeks later again at training camp. Uh, and then he was at the game on Saturday and Diggs gave him a pair of shoes or cleats yes. that had a, a memorial to his father on the cleats and blah, blah, blah. So a uh, big fan of Stefan Diggs after, you know, after that already a big fan of his game, but he seems like a very, very nice person as well. So um, kudos to you, Mr. Diggs, big kudos, but yeah, locked down by Kyler Gordon, uh, defensive rookie of the year, Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker, uh, that guy too. Hey. He's okay. They, um, they both look solid. I mean, yeah, they week, both are secondary is, Secondary future wise looks pretty pretty solid in my opinion. So I agree. Well, and then uh Paul's got a first hand look at future bear Tremaine Edmonds. That was <laughs> nice. It was nice of him to uh to not have too many tackles and whatnot. Played okay. We didn't play you know lights <laughs> out, but looking forward to him being a bear next year. Uh and Nate Peterman got in. Nate Peterman did get in. He was trying to really lead that. (laughs) Wait, did he? Yeah, he Mm -hmm. did. He was three for five, 25 yards. Yep. I know his first two passes were like first downs, I think. And then, yeah, Yeah, I think the third pass was the pick. (laughs) I think the highlight of that whole game on offense, I think you hit it, Chris, was that Valus Jones throw. I think that might have been the best throw I've seen of fields this year, to be honest. That, That was an absolute dime. Yeah, it between, was a great throw. Between two defenders, he kind of threw him open. I mean, Valus had a little bit of separation, but he just took it and chucked it and, and hit him perfectly on a you know cold, windy day. So showing off the arm talent there. And that was about it for the offense. <laughs> Minus the first drive. Uh, Montgomery had 10 fantasy points. I only know that because he's on one of my squads, but... Uh, four catches, which I feel is like the uh, his high for the year, which is fucking pathetic. Uh, but also had sixteen for sixty-two, which is only a three point nine yards per rush. Khalil Herbert did not make a, a stellar return, averaging one yard per carry. Uh, no, but the, yeah, the, the Bills' defense had a perfect game plan for how to stop the Bears. I mean, in theory, it doesn't seem hard to stop the Bears, but. They were seemingly running on everyone up until this week, so kudos what? to Leslie Frazier. Something had was it did uh Montgomery bust off a long one that Borum got the holding call on or like or something where Borum got a fucking penalty. Their offensive line is a shit show. Yeah. It really is. I mean the only kind of positive on that line who played Sunday was um, Braxton Jones, he's he's definitely been up and down, but I don't think they're. I, I'm 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 kind of leaning towards them not replacing him next year. Yeah, I mean it's tough, but they have so many holes that I think he's earned a chance to keep playing. I don't think he's like maybe the best way to put it is maybe he's like the least bad lineman right now with some potential. Yeah, Tevin's been pretty good. Well, yeah, I just meant like guys are playing. I mean, I think Tevin's definitely their best lineman, but um, yeah, no, they have, and, and like you said, Lucas, they got they got plenty of other spots to fill along that line. Uh, but I, I mean, think the the only real tackle kind of left out there, I guess. Well, there's a couple guys, but like Orlando Brown is the big name. Uh, some people say he hasn't had the best year this year. Uh, but would probably command a good good chunk of change. So do you do you invest that amount of money in him, or do you just keep plugging away with Braxton and uh, use your resources elsewhere? I mean, the Bears do have to spend quite a bit of quite a bit of money this offseason just to hit that floor, like we talked about, Lucas. But uh, O line is definitely an investment they need to uh, to make. Right. And just to add some context to what you're saying, we had uh, Jack Conklin of the Browns sign an extension. And uh, who was the other lineman that signed an extension, Chris? Elton Jenkins. Elton Jenkins on the Packers. And those were two major Bears targets that a lot of Bears fans wanted. 
but in reality, most of the time, good players don't hit free agency that often. Especially good linemen. Right. Especially right. good linemen. I think Orlando Brown is kind of an anomaly. He's in a weird situation because he wants to play left tackle. He was much better at right tackle. He went to left tackle, bet on himself, and is not panning out. So his free agent market will be interesting. That being Ooh. said, he's probably the most has the most potential on the market. Like he could be a cornerstone tackle for a team, but really is going to depend, you know, where the Bears and Ryan Poles view him if they view him as a right or left tackle. You think Poles can talk him into playing right tackle? I don't know. Maybe. I think he was chasing the money though. That's why he switched to left. Maybe they could pay him extra money and have him go to right tackle. I mean, that'd be probably beneficial for both parties. So was he on the last year of his deal in Baltimore when he got traded to Kansas City, or mm-hmm. did he sign some sort of small extension with them, or had that? How is he available again? Essentially, wasn't wasn't he on wasn't he, he on a franchise tag left, or on sure. a fifth year extension of his rookie right deal? Now. I mean, he's, well, anyways, yeah, while Lucas okay. looks that up, Chris, I just want you to know. For the past 9,000 years, American black bears have slowly been turning red due to a genetic variant. Some American black bears in the western United States have evolved to have a cinnamon-colored fur. The new hue is likely due to a genetic variant similar to one that causes albinism in humans. Have you seen that Turning Red Disney movie that's out? That's like kind of like what you're talking about. It's a red bear. She gets mad. And sure, she turns into a big red like panda bear. Oh, cool! And then like pushes little bully kids. It's kind of like that's not well. That's not cool. I mean, no, it's cool because like she's like sticking up for like herself or like other kids that are getting bullied. So that's a good thing. Well, that is cool. So, what, what, Luke? what is the what is the application here, Joe? Are we do we want to be more like red bears? Because I like when I think of the Chicago Bears, I think of grizzly bears. Those are more like chocolate colored and bigger than black bear. Black bears are small. So when we were my wife and I were coming back from Steamboat Springs, uh, we took a little little respite from the children and had the uncle and aunt watch the watch the boys. A uh, black bear actually darted across the highway in front of us. That thing was fucking small. Like, it looked like Lucas. Like, just short. Well, Luke, do, you, do you have the source of Orlando or Brown's contract? Or are you ready for one more? Because scientists can extract polar bear DNA from just their footprints. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Orlando Brown got franchise tagged by the Chiefs. Copy. And it, Copy. So he's currently playing on a one-year, $16.5 million deal. Brutal. That's what the fucking franchise tag for tackles was? Yeah. That's nuts. And the Chiefs traded a first, third, fourth, and fifth-round pick in exchange for Brown and a second-rounder. So they sent a haul to the Ravens for what could be a rental. I guess if you're as good as the Chiefs, it doesn't really matter, but Still, mm, you don't stay good by doing shit like that. They got Mahomes; they'll be fine. That's the Dolphins had Marino; they weren't fine. They He's got there Mahomes. once. Did that make you angry? You just sound really ignorant, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I want I want our listeners to think that we have some intelligence on this podcast. I, I, no. I missed it. What was the? I, I missed it. Looking up bear facts. What was the? What was the dumb uh, comment made? Uh, Lucas called. Here. Lucas called Mahomes better than Marino. Uh, I said Marino's not Mahomes. Yeah, they're not the same people. Correct. Factually accurate. <laughs> You're right. Marino sold isotoners and. Mahomes is selling State Farm, so I guess that's that's accurate. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Well, anyway. So, I uh, the rest around. of the tackle market is like Mike McGlinchey. Uh, I think there's maybe oh one right tackle-ish type person. McGlinchey is not love bad. It if, we, if we brought in Golden Dome or Mike McGlinchey. I would love it. The problem with your disdain for the 
Golden Domers, although we did lose a top recruit this week, which sucked, uh, is that it's not like it's not like bare lore, um, you know, accurate. Like this is like like every Golden Domer wants to play for the Bears. It's like the Chris Zorich story. So like for you to continue to play this like hatred is just. It's just I just don't think you have that extracted polar bear DNA in your bloodline anymore, friend. Well, did you know that grizzly bears and black bears generally do not eat, drink, defecate, or urinate during their hibernation? So maybe this bears team could be hibernating, and that's why we're not bringing any talent. Uh, and, and you know we have to wait to the off season when we wake up. So I think they're actually defecating. You- so if I'm hearing you correctly, <laughs> they during are hibernating in the cave. During during hibernation, a bear definitely does not shit in the woods. <laughs> the bear is shitting on itself because they were three and whatever twelve. Because oh, they're please. getting the first first pick. Did you? I didn't. We're all on agreement. If, if we get the first pick, we're trading back, right? Shut up, all the. If they get the second look- pick, you got to trade back. All the Twitter heads who are saying, "Oh, you're taking X or Y." No, you're not. You're you're leveraging all the picks. You're going to the you're going to the damn Lions and saying, "Come on, give me all your picks." No, what's going to be funnier is if if we we get the first pick and then we ask the Texans for all their picks to move up. Mm-hmm. How would they like those apples? I think the Texans will still be happy with Will Anderson that too. Nah. Yeah, our, our best bet's probably the Panthers or a team like that. Panthers or Colts. Anyway, the Bears can get a haul, one or two. Just don't I mean the there's this week. They're just there's just gonna be that um that team that overvalues either Levis or um Stroud. The Ohio- yeah, the Ohio State kid is what I was going to say because I couldn't think of his name. But yeah, CJ Stroud and uh, and, and gives gives up enough to make it worth it. It doesn't have to be the Jesus Hall that like people want with the three first rounders, even if it's two firsts and like a th- a a couple of thirds or a third and fourth. It's enough if it's not too far back. Like, plus it's not like you can you don't you have to stop trading there. What if you know there's somebody at what if somebody comes up and takes you know I don't know Levis or something at 2 and then somehow Stroud falls to where the Bears drop to at like 5 or something and they want to move back again like it's not illegal they could do that shit I mean they could trade down multiple times not to say that that's going to happen but uh yeah they if they somehow get the number 1 pick I I I I don't know what I would do with myself because so the yeah. Texans need to win one of the last two games, and they play the Jaguars this week. That's Who it. Can't... They only need to win one game. One game, and the Bears move into one. Yeah, because if the Bears lose, yes. Cause, cause, yeah, because the Texans have a tie. The Texans have a tie, so. So a tie is better than a loss. That tie That that tie basically counts as half a win. Okay. Right. Okay. So I'm saying if they win one more, though, they'll have the tiebreaker. Over and who do they have top. left? They have the Jaguars and who? Colts? The Jaguars, who can't win their division this week, still might affect their wild card, so they'll probably play their starters. And then the Colts, who looked probably worse than the Texans have recently. I don't Chargers. understand the Colts. Yeah, the Colts Jags will beat them. Man. The Jags will win this weekend, but the Colts, the Colts could easily lose on the last week. They could easily lose. Like, hey, there's, there's, a, there's a team that like what if they get five or whatever five four or five i think they're they're hovering right there in the shit zone they need a fucking quarterback i mean both both those teams have reason to tank their balls off in that last game honestly they and they like sean payton sitting out there where do you think sean payton goes the chargers goal god does I just think he's Herbert? better. Yeah, I think he's better for her. I I don't know something about Stanley. I just I don't know. Well, state like that's all well and good. I I just think like, what about the? Panthers? I just think. 
I don't know. Panthers or Broncos, you, you, I, he goes into the Broncos and says, I'm going to fix Russell Wilson. I can't see him going to a reclamation project. That's my thing. I think, well, I don't think I the think Broncos he's gonna are wait. a reclamation project. That's for sure. If you I fix think, well, Russell Wilson, I think, I think that roster water. looks good. Yeah, but that's what I, I fixing someone to me is a reclamation project. I mean, I don't think one of those it's well, LA jobs opens. I mean, if McVay leaves the Rams, it seems like a, probably a pretty good job. Or if, or, or a team like the Chargers who might just want to upgrade their coach. I don't know. I can't, I can't see Peyton going to a team that's like bad though, like the Panthers. I think there's too much invested in the Broncos, though. That's my issue because Peyton probably wants control wherever he goes. Yes, totally. You really think he's going to want minimal or less picks and money tied up in Wilson if Wilson actually is cooked for the next four years? I think that's it says a lot that, that they offered their DC the interim job and he declined it. Like this guy is basically getting his chance to coach in the NFL and he said, now nah, I'll pass on this. He didn't want to get judged by it. <laughs> They're going to hire Dan Quinn. I know it. Dan Quinn and Marty Schottenheimer are going to go to the Broncos. Marty Schottenheimer? Isn't he dead? Yeah, yeah. like, dude, that guy's like 80 years it's, old. What, what's the son's name? I don't know the son's name. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't either. Brian? Is it Brian Schottenheimer? I think it's Brian. Yes, it's Brian. Yeah. I think Quinn and Schottenheimer. Brian. What about Peyton Manning? Big head. I don't know. He could coach the Broncos or the Colts. He can coach them both. It's finally fun, fun to troll other teams, though, for once, for getting the quarterback wrong. I mean, Jack Wilson's almost done in New York. They're saying could, he's probably you, done after this year. Could you imagine if the Bears traded for Wilson? <sighs> There was even talk. I, somebody said there was even talks after they had fields of them doing it. Well, yeah, you remember it was it was apparently like a done deal, and then uh, somebody was it Pete Carroll pulled 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 out of it, and thank God. If they win, they need to build a statue of Pete Carroll. You know what that? I got to look up what that hall was again, Joe. You need to read another another bear fact. I look this up. Well, the the hall was um, it was. The quarterback, it was Equibom, it was Equibom, Equibom, I, I can't, the, the tight end, and uh, dude, what? Isn't the wasn't the tight isn't the tight end like the most basic name ever? Albert, what are you? Oh, Albert O. Yeah, no, it wasn't Albert O. No, no, no they treated Fant. No, no, no. no it was oh, Noah Fant. Fant. Eight total letters in the guy's. Equibom, <laughs> whatever that guy's name is. Okaboji. No, what is his name? Because because I can't pronounce his last name. It is Alberto because I can't do that. But that wasn't the guy they traded. Well, you get the rest of it. Um, they traded two eight-letter guys: Drew Locke, food and, and hunting, Fant. and despite a fearsome reputation, the grizzly is just as happy eating vegetarian food, fruit and berries, as it is eating meat. It is classified as a carnivore, but in most, but in fact, more it is more of an omnivore and will eat pretty much anything. So he's happiest eating Lucas berries. All right, Joe. This is the haul that the Bears were proposed to give up for Wilson: Uh, three first-round picks, a third rounder, and two starters, which were rumored to be Roquan and either Hicks or Mac or something like that. So. Could you imagine if we gave that up for Russell Wilson? And they said no to that. They said no. We don't want that. That's insane. Praise the Lord that, that they said no. Oh my God! Could you imagine? <laughs> we that? would be Ryan, so fucked. Ryan Pace is parting. Yeah, we we would be set back for the next five years. I saw somebody on uh, a Discord channel I'm on who had posted a bet uh, on the Broncos, which. I'll never tell anything Broncos related unless it's the under. Um, but they said, <laughs> fuck Russell Wilson. I hope Sierra banks future tonight. <laughs> I was like, ouch, bro. Jeez, Louise, you got burned. Um, yeah. So grace for him though. 
Yeah, they're terrible. But back to this, back to this Chicago Bears team, uh, not Grizzly Bears or Panda Bears or Black Bears or Polar Bears, but the Chicago Bears uh, didn't do so well against the Bills. Uh, they have the Lions coming up. It's about a five and a half point spread. Uh, last time I looked, don't know what the total is, but I can't imagine sure winning this game. The highest Lucas gave his lead pipe lock of the over last week, and it looked like absolute hot trash at the halftime. And then the Bills scored 30 second half points, so that flew over. I think, what was it, 37 or 39 or 39, right? Uh, it finished pretty high, but yeah, it started around 39 or something like that. Because the weather changed because it wasn't at nearly as bad as it was supposed to be. Yeah. If you guys listen to Hogan Johns, which you know I reference quite a bit on here, Ho- Adam Hogue talks so much shit about the weather like and how everybody's always afraid of the first snowfall and it turns out to be nothing. It's like it started out as like three feet and it got down to like one to three inches by the time it was like late Friday. Anyway, Lions. Tigers. 52 and a half is the total for this week, which is the highest total of the week. Uh, It'll be perfect conditions in the Detroit Dome. And the Lions are fighting for a playoff spot, but they looked absolutely horrendous last week. They did. They gave up a lot of running yards to Chubba Hubbard and Donta Foreman. See, this is this is a game that scares me for the Bears possibly winning just because I feel like this is a team that feels could absolutely light up, even with minimal help. Can we please not embarrass ourselves and actually beat the Lions? You don't want the first pick, Joe? No, what's the difference between one and two? Really? Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. Yeah, but if, if any other been, questions? If you had been smart at two and taken Justin Fields, you'd be fine. Yeah, but the Niner, your your points are relevant if Trey Lance is in this draft, which who knows if he is because the Niners gave up the Jesus trade to get up to get Lance. And it didn't matter about Lawrence and Wilson because they went one two. Well, I think Lawrence matters just because at one, it's like a surefire. Well, yeah, but like Hurts isn't a surefire. By, by losing to the like losing not to Hertz. the coach, embarrassing. Jesus. What's his name? They're What's not your boy's real, name? They're not a real football team. <laughs> what are you talking about, Chris? What's whose name? Alabama's guy, Bryce Young. Oh, yeah, yeah. What about him, Bryce Young? He's not. A, he's not a surefire either. Like he's not Trevor Lawrence. I guess it doesn't matter because we don't need him anyway, but you, I think you could definitely get a bigger haul being at one. Right, but the context is the, the, the value of the pick, whether it's, you know, Trevor Lawrence or Bryce Young. I'm just being selfish and, you know, right in the moment. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like losing to, to Green Bay and I don't like losing to Detroit. I don't much less care about losing to Minnesota, but, like, I get, I feel icky about losing to Detroit. Like when I when you lose to Green Bay, I feel depressed and I feel bad about myself and my self worth is is low. But like losing to Detroit, I feel like I need a shower for four days. Man, there was a string there where we lost like six or eight straight, dude. How did you feel during that time? <laughs> to Detroit, no. Yeah, sure. we did. They they beat our ass for like three years straight. Yeah, it was bad. Nagy crushed Detroit. It was pre Nagy. It was like Tressman. Oh uh, well, yeah, Tressman. Golly, Tressman's an idiot. Uh, do, do do any of you guys get Matt Nagy vibes from Mike McDaniel? No. Uh, like Mister, I'm I'm cool. I'm kid with the I'm, I'm Mister Players Coach. No, doing things my no. way. Do you know who I Matt Nagy. Nagy is? Matt Canada is Matt Nagy. <laughs> I was gonna say I get Matt Nagy vibes from Dayball. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Kinda did you know, Chris, that baby pandas are born pink and they measure about 15 <laughs> centimeters? That's about the size of a pencil. That. They're also born blind and they only open their eyes six to eight weeks after birth. Wow. Much like a regular human baby. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Much like. So, how are we feeling about this game on uh, Sunday? Or do we play? We don't play Saturday again, right? 
No, it's fine. Um, how do we feel? It's Sunday. It's Sunday at noon. I have called losing out since Atlanta, and I'm going to ride it. Yes. Three, four, five, six. This is eight now. We're going to go nine, ten in a row to close the season out. And and it's is it weird that I don't feel any shame about Eberflus and I still think he's a solid coach? No, it's not. I don't no, think it's a shame because no. it's it's obvious that this team can play Luke. Well, it's I just, obvious this team. I, I don't know. It, There's something about him I like. Well. Frozen Joe. I, I think it's obvious that the team's coach well, but but you but you get down in the in the roster like you watch games go on and, and the roster falls apart, the depth falls apart. You get Eberflus enough depth. I think he might be able to give you a bunch of wins. Yeah, I do. Son about him, I just like him. I don't know. I don't feel like weird. I don't like. I don't feel like he's like a bad coach or anything. I actually feel like he seems comfortable in his first year. It doesn't seem like he's in over his head. I'd agree with that. He, he handles things just very professionally, I guess, and doesn't say too many like dumb things to the media. I don't know. I like the guy. <laughs> I like the I guy we're too. Seeing, I hope he. I hope he and I think we're seeing some improvements with certain players too, like Kyler Gordon's transformation from beginning to this this point. I think has been tremendous. Brisker, Sanborn, a lot of those young guys. So I am encouraged about what, the growth of Kyler Gordon because I was pretty hard on him for the first uh, five weeks because he looked he looked lost out there. Uh, but the last three or four weeks, he's really looking like he's finding himself and been more and more comfortable. And you'd like to see that going into year number two. You get you a third corner. You get you somebody. Not that Vildor has really been overly bad, but 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 you get somebody. You get an upgrade on Vildor. I think you got bigger needs than that. But if you were to get a, a bigger upgrade on, on Vildor, then your secondary is looking sick going into twenty three. That uh, the uh, the guys that have played the last couple of weeks have looked pretty solid. Jalen Jones, Jalen Jones, and Blackwell have looked have looked serviceable. Um, so yeah, that's a, it's a interesting, interesting. Did you know that koala cl- chlamydia is a serious disease? But it's not the same strain of chlamydia that affects humans. Many koala populations are vulnerable to chlamydia, and it usually manifests when they're in stressful situations. The disease can cause blindness and reproductive tract infection. So it does have to do with the vagina, though, or the, the reproductive areas. I, koala bears aren't bears, though. They're like t- they're like they're marsupials. They're not bears. Just because they're called bears doesn't mean they're bears. Um. I think, that, okay, so you're playing the Lions this week, and, like, okay, Dan Campbell's going to do exactly what he's always going to do. We're going to pound you in the face. We're going to we're gonna go for it on fourth down. We're going to make you defend every inch of the field, every bloody grass. We're going to bite your kneecaps, and they're going to beat us because – they're tougher than us. They like to run the football. They have a good offense. Like their offense has been fire all year long. Uh, their defense has been way up and down. I don't know what they've been up to lately, but their defense has been. Their defense has been getting better, except for last okay. week. They didn't play great. But, yeah, their past defense has definitely improved. Uh, if you're a fantasy player, they give up, uh, I think, the most points to quarterbacks in the NFL. So, if you have Justin Fields, he's a must-start. Uh, yeah, no, the Lions have been playing better, though. I, I think this is going to be a not-so-old-fashioned shootout. I think both teams will be able to put up some points in this one. Um, so, a random uh, NFL trend. Teams, averaging, uh, teams avenging a loss where they led by at least 13 points after three quarters. So the last game against the Lions are a perfect 11 and 0 against the spread since week 16 of 2019. Mm. So you're saying the Lions should cover the spread. I like that stat. No, I'm saying the Bears should cover the spread. 
So you're saying you're saying the Lions were up by 13 plus? No, the Bears were up by 13. In the Bills game? No, in the in the, Lions, in the last Lions the first game. Lions game. Oh, oh, oh! I see. Were we up that much when we blew it? Was it that bad? Lost thirty-one to thirty. Oh, he, we lost in a missed extra point, right? Yes, they, 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 they beat us 21 to 6 in the fourth quarter. That's right. Wow, Chris. So you're saying Bears cover six and a half. They, so it's an 11 and 0 trend. Do you start to get trends that big? You start looking for the buck, right? I mean, mm hmm. It's gonna it's gonna flip the other way sooner or later. Reversion to the mean and all that shit. I don't know what that is, but that's the buck, baby. The buck stops here. Dude, Tom Brady. Ooh. Brady's Man. awful. He is not looking good. Do we think that do, do we wonder is is Brady really that good of a quarterback or is he excellent at finding a way to play in terrible divisions? I mean, I'm being largely facetious, but you're being a large feces. Yes, yes, I am. Largely yeah. facetious, a large feces. Uh, Fairly yeah. similar. Fairly yeah. similar. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They somehow can go uh, under 500 and win the division, right? Yes, it's insane. <clears throat> stupid, stupid we NFL. So, Krugman, do, we, do, you, do you think the Bears are going to mess it up and win? No. Do you think they'll no, scare I, us a little no, bit, no. though? Yes. you think this one will be a, a high-scoring affair? Points everywhere? Yeah, because the Lions' defense is terrible. And they were up pretty good. No, wait. They were up they on the pan. They were up on the Panthers a little bit, right? Weren't they up like thirteen to nothing or thirteen to three? And the Panthers oh, that's just right. fucking see the Panthers. Them. They ran all over them. I mean, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, let's see. the Panthers ran the ball right, right down their throat. Mm-hmm. They did. I, yeah, I think this one will be high scoring. I think Lions fans thirty-seven to twenty-three. Lions fans are very. Deontay concerned. Foreman had one hundred and sixty-five yards rushing. And Hubbard had like another hundred. They ran for like something like four hundred. Yeah, Hubbard yards. went for one twenty-five. Yeah, that that would be kind of nice to shut up annoying ass Lions fans who say every year that they're better than the Bears, and then exactly. the Bears killed their playoff chances. That'd be awesome. It, it, I really don't exactly. Like I, I don't want to. I don't want to have that stigma like we beat you going into the playoffs. Like, Gosh, what, shut up. What if like they beat the Lions and then next week they lose to the Vikings? That's fine. And the the Texans beat whoever they need to, and we get both. We end up getting right. the this, the first overall pick and beat the Lions. I, I is, love that that. Is that possible, Lucas? Can we do that? I guess we would have to win, and the Texans would have to win twice. Or lose twice, yes. No, win twice. Texans would have to win oh, yeah, twice. Yeah, vice versa. Yeah, the other way. I guess it's possible. I don't know. We're talking about crazy scenarios now. We just got to see what happens. I'm just saying... Either end of it, I'm happy. I don't care. We probably well, will lose. If we don't lose, I won't mind. Well, get we your lose, opinion on this, on, on, this, uh, on this statement that I heard. I can't remember who, who I heard it from. Um, but uh, talking about the Bears, uh, get your true or false and kind of your thoughts on it, Kirkman or, and, and Luke. They said the Bears are having – the Bears are, are doing the bad season the right way. The Bears are having a good, bad season. Who said that? I think it was somebody. I think it was somebody from the Levitard show. But basically, I don't really care. That's a great. That's exactly right. I, I exactly the point was, you're losing the games. You're 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 in the right place for the draft picks, but you know that you have a quarterback, the most important position on the field. You know that you have a quarterback. We're all in agreement there. If you're not, then I I don't know what you're been watching. Uh, you've got a couple of nice pieces on, on the defensive side of the ball. A couple of young pieces, but like. You haven't been blown out of all these games. Obviously, you're blown out this past week, 35-13 blowout. But most of these games, 
which is probably why you're feeling so positive, Luke. Most of these games, the Bears have, you know, hung around and been in 25-20 with the Eagles, you know, 27-24 with the Lions. You, you, you make these losses interesting. You make these losses fun. So it's like, have the Bears been having a good, bad year? <laughs> So I think, yeah, I, I think they have been having a good, bad year and just kind of projecting that forward. I think next year, and like I've, like I've started to say to Lucas and like I've been thinking about myself, it, it's really a lot, and people say this a lot, a lot has to go right in the offseason for them to make the kind of leap that a lot of Bears fans seem to think that they can make, mm-hmm. you know, Yes, they have a ton of money. Yes, they are in a good position draft-wise to potentially add a lot of capital, but we don't know what's going to happen. You know, we don't know if they're going to trade back. We think that they probably will. Uh, We don't know that they'll get a a ton of draft picks, and we don't know that those draft picks are going to work out. We don't know that the free agents that we want to hit the market are going to hit the market. We don't know that Ryan Poles is going to sign those guys. We were hopeful that he's going to make some good decisions. Um, you know, it looks so far that Gordon and Brisker are good pieces that uh, Braxton Jones has some, some abilities. Uh, Velas is something old. Uh, Velas is old. So uh, I think they're at least two years away from being seriously competitive, especially if they do make a, a, a massive draft day type trade, then it's going to be, there's going to be next year, 2024 picks involved in this as well. So they really can't do it all this off season, but I think they can get to like a fringe playoff team next year. You think they could have a Jaguars like turnaround? Where they would totally. be competitive like them, yeah. Maybe I think a they can better. get to like a seven and seven to nine with that. We're always so fucking overly optimistic for this squad, and we don't want to believe the national media. But good God, they're they're typically right. Uh, this was not a six win roster, unfortunately. But and then we traded away two key pieces on the defense. But you've seen the defense also bounce back. You've seen Sanborns come alive. You've seen. Josh Blackwell's and and uh, Jalen Jones's come alive. You've seen Brisker bounce back from his kind of rocky start. Um, so yeah, I mean Sanborn is another piece of this draft class. Uh, I can't. How did they add? Jo- was Jones an undrafted free agent that they added on like cut day or whatever? Anyway, yeah, I think so. so so I think that you've seen polls show that he's going to continue to work. You know, adding Claypool midseason. Um, they, they, they're going to continue to work to get this roster better and better and better. I like the coaching staff. I think Hackett is going to work with whatever he's given. We've seen him get guys Jesse. open. Whatever. Damn, I fucked that up good. That was a bad faux pas. But yeah, Luke Getze has done a, a good job of getting guys open. Um. Maybe maybe Hackett can come be like a wide receivers coach. Uh, he's not doing anything. Somebody talked about him joining the Packers staff, and I thought that was funny. But fuck, I mean, he could, I suppose, right? Like just probably go back, go back. No, like like right now. Like oh, today that would be like interesting. This, right? No way. Why? I don't know. I I no agree. Way. I agree. It's it's weird, right? But there's nothing stopping him. There's nothing stopping it. He's not under contract, obviously, anymore. He's fucking fired. He's getting paid. Which is hilarious. Walmart just lost a shitload of money. <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett robs Walmart. That's, that's probably that. That's the headline in Denver. It's right all now. over Denver, dude. It's all over the post. Um, so... Yeah, I think they're. I think they're probably looking at a a, a significant jump next year. The, you know, but they're not going to be able to add every piece. They're not going to be able to add the O lineman, the D lineman, the 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 wide receivers, all in one foul swoop. It's just not going to happen. They might add a piece, significant piece 
to each of those rooms, but they need more than that, unfortunately. And then it's going to take time to gel and, and things to work out. But I would, uh, I would think that Getsy, like, let's say, you know, the wide receiver free agent class looks like shit, but the tight end class looks pretty solid. Um, so, you know, you add like a, maybe like a Dalton Schultz or even, uh, an Evan Ingram. Um, I think that they could, they could get better on offense pretty quickly. So, yeah, but looking at this Lions game, I don't think they win this game. No way. They cover, though, says the trend. All right. Well, what is your final prediction, Chris Krogman? And give me some of the keys of the game. Final prediction. Is that 52 and a six and a half, you said? I thought it was five, five and a half. It's five and a half. It's five, five and a half. So five and a half makes like 47. So like 27, 23-ish. I think the lines implied total is 28 and a half. Thirty-one twenty-eight Lions. Mm, wow. Well. Be almost the same score as last does, game. Does Fields reach three hundred yards total yards? No, no. Total, Herbert, total yards. Herbert. Oh, total yards. Yeah. And no. as a follow-up, does Fields break the rushing record this year? What's the rushing record? I think he needs like two hundred something more yards rushing. Potentially. I think he had a good shot, but he got shut down last week. So yeah. Um, I think I think we run all over them regardless of who it is. So if it's Monty or Herbert or Fields, but I don't think we throw well. Because there's only to throw to April back this week. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. That's the one thing I want to see is I would like to see Claypool just have one of his signature games before the end of the year. It'd be sweet. And Valus. Keep keep getting Valus involved. That was good to see. You got to keep you, you have to use these last two weeks and get him on the field, get him some reps. Joe? Well, um, in honor of black bears being able to run 35 miles an hour and being able to live for more than 25 years, I'm gonna say that the Chicago Bears will win. 35 to 25 because we're not going to be embarrassed by losing to those daggum lions at home uh yes that kind of defeats the number one overall pick race um but i do think that justin fields lights him up with a couple of electric plays uh through the ground likely um and uh you know it would be nice if the Bears defense could contain the, the Lions running game and kind of uh, force the game into golf's hands. I think you have a better a better shot with that. But, um, you know, the Lions offense is good. Uh, I think I think realistically the Lions probably do win this game, but I am picking the Bears just because I want to. So bear down. <laughs> That's my I'm going to say just because I want to. I'm going to say the Bears – Bears, I think, are going to win this game. I'm going to say 27-26 Chicago Bears win. I think Fields has a great game. I think the Lions will do something dumb to lose it, like uh, just go for two or go for a fourth down. That will be their demise. <laughs> yes, Dan Campbell. He's going to go for it fourth and two on the Bears' 37-yard line with two and a half minutes left. But now that, now that I think about it, I don't know if I can imagine the Bears getting a stop on fourth and two either. But anyway, that's how I drew it up in my head. I love it. I think it's very realistic. I think DeAndre Swift will run all over us. And I think Amon Ross St. Brown will cook us again. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but I, I think it sound with you, I think feels. I think Fields is going to do some electric stuff this game. Some devastating, some devastatingly electric things. The Lions. Devastatingly electric. 
It's what a curse trick. Woogie, woogie, woogie. You can do it. It's electric. All right, Jared. All right, bad, same time next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Breaking down the Bears Lions, looking at Bears Vikings. Let's trudge on two more weeks. Can we do it? We have to. There's no, there's no choice. The people depend on us. We are, after all, the premier Chicago Bears podcast. Follow us on the Twitter machine at BIM underscore pod. See us on the YouTube page. Thank you to the Believe Network for putting us on each and every week. Krogman, thank you so much for keeping the podcast alive. And Lucas, you do such hard work for this show um, and really in great preparation. You, you put a lot into it. I don't think people even have an, have, have an idea. They see you on Twitter. But really, you're, you're, you're the mastermind pulling all the strings. I really appreciate both you guys. Uh, the last two weeks filling in for when I wasn't able to be here, but really for the last year in the, in the holiday season, I really uh, appreciate both you guys. It's been a, a tough year on the field for the Bears, but it's been a lot of fun uh, talking about them with you guys through, through this year. Thank you, Joe Gaither. That was very nice of you, and we appreciate you too, buddy. Amen. Well, Chris, do you need to uh, relearn the lyrics? I heard it didn't go very well for you the last time. No, I just need to learn. I just need to learn how to read in order. Okay, all right, here we go. Bear down, Chicago Bears, make every play clear the way to victory. Bear down, Chicago Bears, put up a fight with the might so fearlessly. We'll never forget the way you thrilled the nation. With your T-formation, bear down, Chicago Bears, and let them know why you're wearing the crown. You're the pride and joy of Illinois, Chicago Bears, bear down. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.